I'm Blake Hardcastle. This is the Stories You've Missed podcast. Hello, welcome to the podcast. My guest today is Jana McKee. Jana serves as our children's pastor at Grand Parkway Baptist Church. She's also a former fifth grade teacher in Fort Ben ISD. She's married to Brian, has two children, Clara and Caleb. Uh, they're swimming family, so uh, they're often swimming. Their kids are swimming. They're cheering about swimming. And um, you and Brian are celebrating your 20th anniversary this week. We are. Congratulations. Thank you. I didn't have a present for you, but... Uh, that's okay. My heartfelt congratulations. Wait, I can give you my PayPal information. Yeah, there you like. go. Yes. Uh, see that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Jana, you're here to talk about um, how you've experienced God's grace in the area of vocation. Yes. So, I always knew that I wanted to be a school teacher. I uh-huh. mean, I played school with my baby dolls, and my friends would come over, and I would give them the assignments. And sometimes, <laughs> with I let them be the teacher. I was the bad kid because I would never have been the bad kid in school. So that was the way I would get it out was in, in our pretend classroom. But You're preparing for all possible contingencies and roles. Okay, exactly, wonderful. Yes. So um, I went to college to be a teacher, and that's exactly what I did. And what school did you go to? I went to East Texas Baptist University. ETBU, the home of the fighting... Tigers. Tigers, okay. Yes. So um, I... Pretty much knew exactly what I wanted to do. I had my hand out to, I didn't have one extra hour that didn't fit on my degree plan. Um, You mentioned Brian and I have been married 20 years, Mm -hmm. or next week we'll celebrate our anniversary. And we were, we knew we wanted to get married. We met in college. And uh, so that was the plan was to get married and Mm -hmm. I would teach. So after graduation, we moved to the Houston area because he had a job lined up down here and I had heard great things about Fort Bend ISD, and mm-hmm. so I applied and got on, and so I became a fifth grade teacher. And so you probably saw this, God's been leading me since a young kid, opened the door for a job. So clearly, this is what he wants me to do Exactly. My so yeah. I walked in that, and I loved teaching, and uh, I just knew that that's what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt that calling on my life. And so the plan was for us to have a couple of kids, and... Then I would go back to the classroom when they started back to school. And um, as you can see, God had other plans okay, for yes. me. So uh, it took us a little while to have um, our second child. So it took longer than I expected mm-hmm. to get back to the classroom. To get him in kindergarten. Exactly. So, then, okay. yep. so when uh, when Caleb was about two, I can still vividly remember folding clothes in the living room floor and feeling this this. Um, just this feeling inside of me that I needed to tell Brian something. Mm. And I was really scared about it Mm. because I wasn't sure how he was going to respond. And that was, I didn't feel like I was supposed to return to the classroom. I had stayed at home. I want to change the plan. Exactly. And the problem was, I didn't know what I wanted to change the plan to. Mm. I just told him, I said, Hey, I need to tell you something. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't feel like I'm supposed to go back to the classroom and I know Caleb's only two, so that feels weird to be mm-hmm. telling you this right now. Yeah. But I think there's something else ahead of me, and I don't know what that looks like. Mm. And he just went, okay. And I thought, oh, that went a lot <laughs> well, better I'm not than in I trouble. expected. Yeah. So he just said, yeah, we'll figure it out. And I said, oh, okay. So it's just such a relief for yeah. me. And so because I'm a planner, I started trying to figure out what I needed to do. Maybe I needed to have like an in-home preschool or all these other things. So Mm -hmm. I I just felt like I needed to be doing something. 
And so I started looking into that and it was like, no, that's not it. And I can just remember thinking, what am I supposed to do? So that was in November. And then the following January, Neil called me into his office. Neil's our senior pastor at Grand Parkway. Yes. Yeah. And, he's, and at this time, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had been the MOPS coordinator. That's the mothers of preschoolers. Mm-hmm. We had a, a MOPS program here. I had been the coordinator of that for a few years. And now I was just mom. And he called me into his office and said, hey, uh, would you pray about coming on staff here? And it was out of nowhere for and How me. old is Caleb at this point? Two. Oh, so it's right around the same time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's within a few months. So in okay. November, I felt this leading that I wasn't really sure what I was supposed to do, but it did not involve returning to the classroom. But you're thinking, I got a couple year on-ramp here. Right. Yeah. And then within a few months, Neil called me in and asked if I would consider, if I would pray about coming on the staff. And mm-hmm. I just thought, wow, that's really big. Again, I've got a two-year-old. I don't know what this looks like. Mm-hmm. I didn't Let go to me school pray for about this. it. Well, and that's the funny thing. I actually did not go to school for that. But in the meantime, I had gone back to school ah. and received my master's of education in administration. Okay. And my grandmother is actually the one who allowed me to go. She said, I'm her legacy. Mm-hmm. And so she wanted to send me yeah. to grad school. I said, Gran-, I call her granny mom. She's, she's 90 years old now. <laughs> I said, Granny Mom, I don't know if I'm going to go back to teaching. She said, that's okay. I just want you to have this in case you ever Mm. do. So I went back and got my Master of Education in Administration from Sam Houston, thinking, I don't know if I'll ever go back into a classroom. Mm -hmm. And I look back at it now, and I just think that was God preparing Mm -hmm. me in just another way for what I needed, because I may not have returned to the classroom, but boy, a degree in administration Mm -hmm. is exactly what I do Mm -hmm. in my role here as the children's pastor. There's a lot of administrative work in it. And so I can look back and see just the way that he prepared me in my education career, in my teaching career, by attending ETBU. I had some Bible classes that I was able to take. And so all of that was him preparing me, even though I didn't know where it was going to lead. Mm -hmm. He had been preparing me every step of the way And so I look at that and just see how gracious that he has been to me over and over again. He's never going to take you somewhere that he's not going to prepare you Mm -hmm. to go. Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering, I I don't feel like I'm equipped to do that. Mm -hmm. God is going to handle that part of it. All we have to do is trust him with a willing spirit. And as you're sharing, it seemed like God kind of unfolded what you needed to hear at the time. But not, you know, he he didn't give you a 10-year plan. Right. Um, He just kind of gave you the next step. Absolutely. I think that if he had, uh, if I had known that I wasn't going to return in the classroom and and be called to that as a children's pastor, it would have looked a lot different. Or I think I would have tried to manage it differently. Mm -hmm. And instead it was allowing, finding the need to trust him with each step. To acknowledge, yeah. I don't have to have the plan. He has it, and that's sufficient. Yeah. What hope can you give someone who may be listening and experiencing something similar where they feel like, I thought I knew what I was supposed to do with my life, but now I'm not sure, and I need to tell somebody, I think I want to change things. I don't know what I want to change them to. Right. I would say if you just have that uncomfortableness that feels kind of like it's out of left field a lot of times. For me, at least, that's what the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. feels like, where there's no other explanation. So I would say wrestle with it for a little while. Seek wisdom from those around you that you trust and Mm -hmm. acknowledge that you don't have to have it all figured out, that you can just take one step one day at a time in faith, and He will lead you Mm -hmm. exactly where you need to be. Mm -hmm. 
So you're a children's pastor at Grand Parkway. How would you explain this same truth to children in children's ministry? I would say that you don't have to, as an eight-year-old, feel like you need an answer for what you're going to be when you grow up. Even though you as an eight-year-old maybe you thought you had one. Exactly. <laughs> yes. To be willing to say that God God has the plan and mm. to trust that. And so all you need to do is obey him a day at a time. Mm-hmm. Say that one more time. All you need to do is obey him a day at a time. Yeah. That is really good. Um your change from a, I guess we'll, we'll call it a secular vocation uh, mm-hmm. to a, a church vocation. Uh, how did you navigate that? Did you have any kind of guilt like I'm leaving the mission field? Right. Uh, in some ways, because I had the transition as a stay-at-home mom in between the two careers, it was a little different. But um, interestingly, I, I had a lot more opportunities, at least with adults, as a teacher in the, mm-hmm. the classroom than I necessarily do. A lot of times the ones I'm meeting here with now are already believers or at least yeah. are open and have questions mm-hmm. about their faith. So I do miss that interaction that I had with other non-believers yeah. around me um, to live out my faith. I, sometimes I think that there's, of course, I'm going to act like a Christian because I'm on staff at a church. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel as special or different mm. than yeah. when I was a teacher. I'm not sure if that makes sense. But but if you are in a secular position, people look at you different because you are different. Mm-hmm. People expect me to be a Christian because mm-hmm. I'm on staff at a church. They're not surprised if you're right. kind They're not here. surprised, yeah. yes. In fact, they're surprised <laughs> yeah. much more so if I'm, I'm not. Yeah. So I would just say that there is some of that, but if you feel led by God, He is going to bring the people into yeah. to you and or send you forth to those that need to hear the word. Yeah. And being on staff doesn't mean that my role stops at the church walls, but when I am at the pool with cheering mm-hmm. my kids on and the other parents that are around there. So our our eyes are always open to the mission mm-hmm. field wherever we are. Yeah, that's great. Well, Jana, I want to thank you uh, for being here and sharing this. This is uh, really important for us to hear, important for me to remember. I'm just paying what I got one day at a time. I want to thank you for listening uh, to the podcast. If you're enjoying it, go ahead and click subscribe. And after a few episodes, give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have suggestions for other stories or people we need to hear from, contact me at blake at grandparkway.org. Thank you again, Jana. Thanks for having me.